Hello, hello, and welcome to Rookie Lab. My name is Smitty, and my pronouns are she, her. My name is Painter. My pronouns are she, they. We're here to talk hockey and all that comes with it. We are not gatekeepers. We welcome fans new and old. We are also not insiders, so take most, if not all, of what we say with a grain of salt. All links and sources we mention will be linked on our blog, rookielab.wordpress.com. Painter, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've had... Well... We've had yeah. weddings <laughs> and hurricanes. Also, yeah, so many weddings actually. We both, yeah, had... <laughs> yeah. we both had weddings that we had to be at. Did yeah. you? Did you have to speak at yours? No, I got out of it because I zoomed into the wedding. Ah. Um, well, because it it was close enough that I could drive. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is that I would have needed to leave from work immediately on friday oh yeah and that would have been a six hour drive no that, in the middle mm. like six hours without traffic yeah at so night essentially at night so that yeah. was a no <laughs> right yeah um, oh i get that and that i didn't want to pay for a flight because i'm already i've saved literally no money this month so i was like mm, that's not happening yeah. well, um so I zoomed in. Nice. So yep. I didn't have to speak. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, we both had, I, I had to speak at a wedding. So I actually had to be there. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't too bad, but it was definitely something. Um, so yeah. And then it's just been, it's been a busy, busy time. Uh, yes. We apologize for the break. Uh, we are tired. I don't think. Oh, tired. Either of us have really had a break yet. And I found out today that I'm going to be working on Saturday. So Ew. there's that. Um, but so what we're going to be doing today is a little bit different than what we usually do. Just as a catch up plus technically, technically, um, th- those games counted, right? The games in Europe or whatever. They counted. Preseason. Okay. I'm, I was confused by they them. They counted. Okay. So technically the season has started started with yeah. quotation marks however not really so yeah um, so i mean <laughs> most people haven't had their opening night yet yeah um i know many teams are doing their like bonding experiences right now so um mm-hmm. so you know so we're going to talk about things that have happened in the last three four weeks that we have missed um yes. because we've been busy and uh, we've already reminded ourselves that the Rangers traded Niels Lundqvist to the I stars. I completely forgot about that until yeah. you said it right? not even five minutes ago. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a yeah, thing. That was a thing that happened. So we're just going to kind of talk about things that happened and the thoughts that we may have had at the time, things that we currently have, um, and all of there that. There are many thoughts to be had. Yes. Uh about a lot of things that happened because of course on the weeks that we missed a lot of things happened because that's just oh, yeah you know there are two you know we've had episodes where it's like yeah things are normal and nothing is happening mm-hmm. and then three weeks where we can't get together and so everything happened so uh which is basically i think it's one of murphy's laws murphy's rules, yeah. rules or laws that murphy i think does. it's laws okay yeah, that makes that makes sense. I always forget. But 
Anyway, so we had some retirements. We the did. Tara retired was not a surprise. No, no, he's. That uh, good, been. You know, like good. It, yeah, should have been a little bit ago, but you it know, should have been. That man, terrifying man, Very can terrifying go rest. Man. Yes. Uh, Keith Yandel. he does. Also retired. Not necessarily a surprise. No, not a surprise, but I, I forgot that was during the time that we, this whole past, like, month has been a blur. Yeah. But uh, we did have a surprise. At least I thought it was a surprise. It was uh, P.K. Subban. Subban. However yeah. anyone wants to call it. Retiring. I... That shocked me, actually. And what's funny is, like, looking looking at his age and, like, how long he's been in the NHL, you're like, okay, I can kind of see it. You know, he's still, yeah. he's, he's like, he's old enough that it, you know, you're like, okay, that makes sense for a hockey player. You know, you've been banged up for 13 years. But at the same time, you're like, you just got here, didn't you? Like, you just. Right. It, it's weird. I know. Yeah. Like, Zidane Ochara, like, you're like, you've been here forever. Please, like, go sit down. Like, have yeah. a rest. You know, P.K. Subban, you're like, you just got here. <laughs> Are you right? okay? <laughs> right. And it's not even, and I mean, you know he's been in the league for a while. But it's like, it feels like he hasn't. It feels like right. he's just gotten, and it's because he's got such a endearing and mm-hmm. bo- boisterous personality. It's like, oh. Right. I'm going to miss having that. But then you also think, like, oh, he's definitely going to go into the, um, like, announcing or something of mm-hmm. that to that effect. Yeah. And, which is exciting, but it's like, I was not expecting you to be one of the ones that had some sense and retired <laughs> before you were 36. Right. I, I expected you to be one of like, the ones that yeah. <laughs> played forever. Right, yeah, because, you know, they... All hockey players, obviously, as you know, you can see with Zidane Ochara and every offseason um, are ridiculous when it comes to their own longevity. They think mm-hmm. it's not necessarily that they think that they're invincible, but they have to believe it. It's like, yeah, even if they know that they're not like they know, they still have to believe. Yeah. That, and I swear to goodness, it, like, heals them sometimes. It's yeah, weird. It, it, yeah, it is very strange. But, like. You know, P.K. Subban is known for being kind of rash with his decisions on ice. Um, Mm -hmm. So you would have assumed that his decisions would be rash off ice. And this has shown that is maybe not the case. Obviously, I can't prove anything about anything else. But this is a reasoned decision. Um, And I I do hope we we see him very quickly in announcing because I think... He, he's going to be a lot of fun. I know he's going to be a lot of fun wherever he ends up, but I think he could bring something to hockey, like the public-facing side of hockey, mm-hmm. that it desperately needs. So Absolutely. And I think he'll actually be able to have more of an impact mm-hmm. in various aspects of like the sport and the culture yeah. by... And I think that's probably part of the reason, too. He was like, I can affect more change and see things that I actually want to happen mm-hmm. from a different perspective. So, right. Yeah. Good it, on him. It can be it can be hard to affect that change when you haven't seen all sides of well, not even all sides, just some sides. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, you have you have students in schools who are like, why can't things be like this? And then those students become teachers and they're like. Oh, that's why 
mm-hmm. these things couldn't happen. And then maybe those teachers become principals. And then you're like, oh, I can't. Like, you know, you just all kind of everywhere you go, you kind of get a different perspective of things. Um, mm-hmm. You kind of understand things. So, but that was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, yeah, I was surprised by it, too. Yeah. What, what wasn't a surprise, but still made me. I didn't expect it to be this year. Yeah. Well, well, sorry. My brain immediately went, well, obviously he was going to retire some year, you know. Uh, But yeah. yeah. (laughs) I expected it to be like next year or the year after. He was a free agent this this offseason, wasn't he? Yeah. Maybe that had something to do with it. Because I think if he. Probably. Yeah. If he had a contract, I don't don't see him backing out on it for whatever. Oh, no. No. P.K. Subban's not the sort to do that. No. I. Uh, Probably what happened is he saw the absolute ridiculousness that was free agency this mm-hmm. year and yeah. said, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of ridiculousness, actually, um, September 20th was when uh, the Colorado Avalanche announced that they had signed Nathan McKinnon to an eight-year extension <laughs> um, that made him the <laughs> NHL's new highest-paid player. Uh, he has an annual – average annual value, the contract – extension has an average annual value of 12.6 million the majority of which by the way is signing bonus uh, which which means it's escrow safe which means that no matter what homeboy is getting his money mm-hmm. um and it, it is a decision that was made and you can I, I know that there will be abs fans who will argue that however i am someone who looks at least five years in the future at all times Mm-hmm. Um, and the question is, wh- what other players are going to play with Nathan McKinnon? Yeah, see, that's that's you my first. To, thought. You still have to, you still have to ice a team for this guy. Well, you got to ice a team for the guy, but also, Kale McCarr mm-hmm. is going to make so much money. Yep. And if he doesn't make a lot of money, he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just go ahead and say that. Right. He's an idiot if he doesn't, like, cash in mm-hmm. on the hype surrounding him. Mm-hmm. Mika Rantanen yes. that man. is going to be making – he's due for a raise. Mm-hmm. And he like, already is making, like, I think it's 7.5? So, yeah, something like that. I got to look that up. Hold on. Yeah. Please hold. Cat yes. friendly. I think that's right. Uh, Tell me things, cat friendly. Because he was on my fantasy team last season, so and he did well for me. I think I also had McKin- no, I had Linus Gog. But anyway, um, so it's Rantanen makes nine point two. There we go. Okay, sorry, not seven. See, seven was no. reasonable. <laughs> seven was reasonable in your brain. You were like, seven's reasonable. Seven's reasonable. I remember, and I remember this because. Uh, Rantanen signed about the same time that one of my team's mm. major pieces signed. Yeah. And we all looked at that Rantanen contract and went, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, it, it, I, I can speak from experience that um, Stan Kroenke owned teams after winning a championship. He he will pour money into that thing, mm-hmm. specifically to make it very shiny and pretty for like mm-hmm. one two years. So mm-hmm. the fans are like, "Yeah, we have Nathan McKinnon, the highest." Like I saw people like celebrating that he's the highest paid player in the NHL. I'm like, "You don't celebrate that. 
That's no, a problem. That a, <laughs> that's a problem. In the cap era, that's a problem. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem. Uh, not something to celebrate. Sorry. I'm, but um, I don't think anyone should make more than Connor McDavid. There, I said it. I'm, I don't care. I, I don't, I don't I care what anybody says. I, I don't think anyone should make more than Connor McDavid. And I am not, like, I routinely forget that the Oilers exist. So right? <laughs> every once in a while, I'm like, oh, yeah. those guys (laughs) i routinely forget that most canadian teams exist i know that's really bad Mm -hmm. i'm sorry any canadian based team fans um the only ones that i consistently remember exist Mm -hmm. are the leafs because yeah yeah and uh and the toronto six You know, everybody else. I'm like, how many people are like, who's in there? Is it Calgary? Yeah, the Calgary's got a team. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Here, it's... Here's here's what you're also gonna enjoy. Uh, hmm. Just this is mostly for us right now, but there are in the year when this goes into effect, there are 21 players under contract with a roster size of 12 correct yes. now I'm, I'm i'm not very good at math mm-hmm. but i don't think you can have 12 people on your team yep. so i okay i'm gonna say this and i obviously i have no this is speculation pure yeah. speculation but this this conundrum is one of the reasons that Sakic is no longer GM. There yeah. was no like, we don't. I mean, like that that was announced, and it was not like like oh he decided to you know whatever or we decided this or whatever. There was nothing. It was just like oh now this guy's the GM, and it felt very calculated because that means that Sakic got his got his ring, got his mm-hmm. trophy, but he doesn't have to deal with the fallout later. Of like, mm-hmm. hey, we can only ice 12 guys. Not actually. They'll be able to ice a few more because I know, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I'm, yeah, yeah. Like, it's but just, also, even though he was the one who technically created the situation. Uh-huh. So, it's the same it's thing so. with American presidents, by the way. So Very much so. Very um, much so. But, yeah. That's... The next GM very much inherits the, the issues of right. the, the previous GM. Yep. But it, he's, what he's really, what's really going to happen is that he is going to face the Kyle Dubas issue. But the issue mm-hmm. that that team is going to face, Kyle Dubas has a entire team of people that are specifically on the cap like committee that mm-hmm. decides how the cap is like fixed and projected and how mm-hmm. everyone can stay under the cap and blah, 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 blah. So as much as we make fun of Kyle Dubas and I make mm-hmm. fun of him a lot, yeah. as anyone should, <laughs> um, he knows and has a team of people that helps him to stay under the cap despite the fact that he has these obnoxious and mm-hmm. ridiculous contracts that he's going to have to also then give a raise for mm-hmm. in a few years. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Colorado doesn't have that. So oh, I'll no. be f- no. very interested to see how they are going to work themselves out of cap space hell mm-hmm. in like two years. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're going to be yeah. every, like, 
they might not the player obviously the players are going to be like oh i don't want to think about it during the season but the next two years people behind the scenes are going to be scrambling to try and figure out how things can be done and obviously there are things that could happen that you cannot plan for as much as like vegas tries like injuries (laughs) you know uh but vegas doesn't plan for anything no (laughs) (laughs) no but, you know, there's just there's certain things that they're not going to be able to predict either. So we're just yeah. going to have to kind of see. But either way, I mean, I... Congrats on your bag, Nathan. Yeah. Maybe you'll uh Maybe you'll buy some, some real pasta. Maybe eat some bread. <laughs> Honestly. It'll make you feel better. We promise. You he's, got a ring now. He's such now, an angry so like, person. I swear. He really he is. Must he, he, like, I know he, he has, has he's had be. attitude problems on ice, but like... The fact that you're not eating bread. Like, I tried that once. Eat some carbs. Yeah, and I became, like, the raging bitch. Like, it was awful. Do not recommend. Yeah, Uh, no. (laughs) I need bread. Especially (laughs) especially with, uh, I assume, a name like McKinnon. Like, you are from a place that eats carbs and desperately needs carbs. Yeah, like, your, your entire genetics... Are working against you here, yeah. my guy. Yeah, it's literally like, carbs. You, you and like, need, yeah. you need carbs. Carbs. You and need everything. potatoes. Oh my god. Yeah. You need. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're getting off track we here. Um, but uh, some other news: <laughs> two uh, two major players are miss. Well, I say major. Two players are missing the next NHL season. Ryan Ellis. Um, he has potentially a career-threatening injury, and I personally would argue that Nolan Patrick also has a career-threatening injury. Um, yeah. But obviously, Ryan Ellis, and it's different situations, but Nolan Patrick, I'm rooting for this kid cause in, in uh, life yeah. in general because those, like, I, I, I've had migraine attacks like three times in my life and I know you have much more experience with them and they were mm-hmm. the worst things that have ever happened to me. I cannot Migraines imagine. Migraines are awful. I cannot imagine. Migraine attacks are. Like, it's just all over. Plus, all, honestly, yeah. like, and he's in a place where everything is shiny and bright all the time. Right. Poor guy. And then okay. on top of the fact, like, if you don't know your, like, if your triggers change mm-hmm. and I, I imagine too being a hockey player, like, your physiology is changing all the time. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, yeah. of your prep and then like the, oh, the yeah. cutting imagine, and, oh imagine food triggers like if he doesn't have a certain type of food or if he eats a certain type of food and then like, i have those yeah it sucks well i mean like in, as a hockey player like where you oh, God, can't yeah. eat certain things because you just can't like for your own health obviously you're an athlete or you have to not you have to but like you know it there are certain you things don't have that, good like, alternatives yeah. right you're like well what do i do you know it's it is it's it's rough uh so uh, i sorry always to, feel bad sorry to ryan ellis also yes i, I always feel, feel bad better when, when guys they don't get to go out on their own terms yeah yeah like ryan ellis especially like he's one that i'm like i don't love the guy yeah but he's been like he's been around. He's been around the block, and I want him to be able to go out on his own terms. Mm-hmm. And that's so that stinks, if that's yeah. the case. But it's just it's it's hard watching these guys sometimes, especially guys like Nolan Pack, like 
Nolan and, and Alice and everything. It's like, dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's rough. And I mean, like, when you, like, I've, I, obviously, Nolan Patrick at least hasn't skated a whole lot in, yeah. like, on television, in a public setting, I guess. Um, and, like, when you, when he, when he has been able to, and when I have seen him, he's, he's a lot of fun to watch. Like, it's just, it just doesn't feel fair that, yeah. you know, that kind of sucks. stuff is happening. But you can you yeah you can't predict those types of things unfortunately unfortunately not yeah but wishing health and recovery to you you guys and hopefully mm-hmm. we'll see how things go later yeah. on yeah uh seattle has a has a, a mascot i think it's fun do you i think it's awful I think it's terrifying, but yeah. also I think it's fun to have a mascot. I think mascots <laughs> are fun. Sorry. It's just like the, the... So yeah, I I I just immediately went, no, no that's terrifying. Like I don't I know, mean it's terrifying. I don't know very many kids, especially in today's age, that thinks like equates troll with fun. You know, yeah. Like, we don't have like they don't really it's, have it's, those troll toys anymore. We only use it in terms of like internet slang now. Yeah, it's a very Ron Francis move. Yeah. Um, thinking that he's hip with the kids, mm-hmm. and that's actually what I thought when I saw. I was like, that this that's something he Ron thinks, Francis would do. Yeah, you know, it is. And it I is something say, he would do. They picked a name with a word that I cannot say to save my life. Buoy, buoy. Yeah, buoy. But, like, for whatever reason, I look at it, and I'm like, that is not the pronunciation of that word. But Yeah, it's awful. Like, I, it's, it's awful. This is, like, mascots are for kids. I mean, yeah, besides Gritty. But, you know, I Gritty think, is... <laughs> gritty is like, I think that's mascot. what they were trying to do. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like, they were trying to get Gritty energy, but not fully buying in. Because mm-hmm. the reason that Gritty works is because Philly is philly like right. it's weird yes. and they they all it's, bought in yeah it's slightly it, it's more it's slightly, unhinged yeah slightly <laughs> unhinged but also a little more than slightly aggressive yeah but like, like you know like gritty makes sense <laughs> yeah like that that fits philly and it's the same thing with the whatever the phillies is, is i think his name is phil i think so yeah, I have the, no the idea. Phillies, the Phillies mascot, same thing. He's slightly aggressive, always unhinged. Like you know, it's Philly. Yeah. Like that just makes sense. That just makes sense. But but, but this is Bowie the troll, Seattle. <laughs> yeah, like like no, pick like Windows for Microsoft or something that would fit better. <laughs> like it. I, yeah, I. Now to be very clear, mm-hmm. and and you know this, Smitty, but this is this is for our our uh, our listeners here. I will take any opportunity to say that Ron Francis is an idiot. Yeah. Um, which he is. So. Which he is. Both lovingly and uh, not lovingly. But I see where they were going. But like a, mm-hmm. a lot of things that Seattle has done since they became an actual team and had their first draft, it mm-hmm. just slightly misses the mark. Mm-hmm. And while I am delighted that they have a mascot, because I think mascots are very fun, Mm -hmm. the first picture that I saw of Bowie, I went, ooh! (laughs) Right, yeah. And I think think what happened with Gritty, especially, Mm -hmm. is that 
like there was a, a line that was crossed and obviously like and it worked well right mm-hmm. um but like we talked about it's because it's philly but people but Grudy crossed a line where people forgot that mascots are for the kids. Like, yeah. stop making terrifying mascots. Like, they're all terrifying no matter what, to be honest. Like, they're giant oh, yeah, for sure. birds and tigers and, you know, like, they're all terrifying in some way. But you don't have to make them terrifying. Like, you can at least try and make them fun and cute. And, like, you know, if if you have your cute birds birds with cute eyes in the league you've got that bear that toronto has whatever his name is what is that bear's name i don't know i have no idea i don't care but he is super cute right and squishy and i love him yeah like but it's for the kids but it's for kids yeah like uh the hurricanes have a pig and he's fun he dances yeah he I mean, break dances. Yeah. And then it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, where? I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to th- picture in my head the Arizona mascot. Can Does Arizona do have a mascot? I don't know. That's, Let's find out. Because I just thought of that. And I was like, wait. I know what's on the front of their jerseys. <laughs> but I don't think. Oh, it's it's a coyote well, that, named Howler. Well, uh, why don't we see him more often? He I is adorable. Prob- that's adorable. Look look at that. Look yeah. at his chubby cheeks. We should see him more often. We see a lot of other things. We see a lot. I mean, like, and obviously, I'm not going to say no to seeing Gritty on TV. I do not want him in my own personal space. But, um... But yeah, the mascots are for the kids. They should at least yeah. try to be cute. Not a troll. And I, I know right. that I know that there is something like it's connected to the Seattle area in some way. I do know that. And yeah. I, I like that for them. However, it's a bit like if West Virginia got a hockey team and they decided to have Mothman, which they would. But at the same time, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't have a cute, cuddly Mothman when no. like a kid goes to like look up the lore of the Mothman. You're like. Oh, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I should be scared of this thing. Same thing with <laughs> trolls. So maybe not. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, that's I, those are some thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I I still like the fact that they have a mascot, but it yeah. just it's I, a weird yeah. one. Yeah. It's a weird think... one, and like most things, Ron Francis does, he misses the mark because mm-hmm. he thinks he's cool. Oh, I, I remember the other point that I was gonna have is honestly, I would. I know that a lot of people really like the Seattle, like, look, the colors, and, like, the name and everything. And those are fine. Mm-hmm. But I would also argue that they started missing marks even before we knew the name because, like, those colors and names, like, leaked. And it was so boring when things got out because it was like, well, we knew this. So, yeah. you know. But that's they just They didn't time their, links, their leaks right. No. Uh, the stars uh, finally signed Jason Robertson to a the, four-year contract extension. What was that? The day before camp, or like in the middle of camp? Just days before regular season. Um, yeah, it was very. Like he, they should have, they should have signed. The problem is they have, uh, they have 
a couple of players who are uh, very overpaid. So they had to do a lot of, mm. you know, mm-hmm. wheeling and dealing and stuff. But um, his average annual value, his AAV, is $7.75 million. Um, And hopefully that remains. I'm not going to say, like, I, personally, I think it's a little bit early for that kind of contract. I think it is too. Um, um, I I want young kids to make their money, all that. But also, he just started. Well, my thing is, as well, is when you're thinking about the longevity of a contract, regardless if it's mm-hmm. four years or whatever, you also have to think, and this is me being kind of a jackass but i i don't care you also have to think about movement potential like Mm -hmm. if you have to move a guy yeah is it gonna be are you gonna be able to move the guy at the Mm -hmm. price that you got him and norm like in a a couple years ago that wasn't really a concern for a lot of teams to be honest Mm -hmm. but my thing is like i'm not saying jason robertson's not a good guy but he is 23 mm-hmm. and he is making 7.7 <laughs> fuck out of here what <laughs> fuck out of here yeah yeah oh no. yeah do you want a 23 year old making that kind of money no no god no mm-hmm. god no no that's a terrible idea in any sense of the word mm-hmm. but uh there's also a oh crap how old are you sir 28 28 year old um mackenzie Weger. Weegar, mm. right? It's not Weegar, it's Weegar. Uh, he finally got his extension. I say finally because, you know, there was a lot of uh, brouhaha uh, when <laughs> he ended up in Calgary <laughs> when yeah. Matthew Kachuk went to Florida. So, and he's getting paid 6.25. Um, mm. And right after, I mean, like, and right after, you know, the Jason Robertson thing, you're like, okay what yeah because at least i mean weaker has uh, he's been in the league longer he's definitely shown you know he has at least some longevity to him obviously he's 28 so Mm -hmm. that longevity that's part of it yeah but at the same time you're like oh okay that i mean hey if you want to if you want six whatever to be in calgary good for you congratulations no i don't have anything against calgary i'm sure it's a fine place i have nothing against calgary i just forget they exist oh Um, so no i do have something that is against calgary i forgot that this happened and it happened like two days ago they re-signed daryl sutter Suter. i don't oh oh my god to a multi-year extension now not i don't care that he is the reigning Jack Adams. I don't. I don't care. Reigning that man Jack is a Adams. jackass. He I shouldn't be face. the reigning Jack Adams. Yeah, no, he shouldn't be. I hate no. his face. I don't. Can't stand him. I like. You know, there's some. I don't particularly. I try and I I try and be very like. Objective about things. I do try, mm-hmm. but when a coach throws players under the bus. 
for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like that person. Yeah. When a, I'm going to say 70 year old man. He looks. I like have him. no idea how old that man is. He's old as dirt. Right. <laughs> yeah. When a 70 year old man tells reporters that are going to put this on the internet and in their newspapers and in their magazines mm-hmm. that there's that his star player isn't doing enough when mm-hmm. it's not just one player that you know wins games yeah there's no i in team yeah uh and that that star player is you know 20 something yeah like, i don't even know like just a 20 something year old kid if he's yeah. Hang on, I gotta check this because if he's under the under the age of twenty five or twenty five in general, like he, I have a whole other issue. Huh? How old are you, sir? He is twenty four years old. <laughs> Matthew Kachuk is twenty four, and this. Oh guy... yeah, we're gonna get into that, you guys. <laughs> Buckle up, Buttercups. And the fact that this old ass man decided to is drag that... a twenty four year old is... kid. That is your life. He's 24. His brain isn't fully developed. He's 64 years old. Now that man is 74. What are you talking about? (laughs) He's 64. I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and he he is at least 70. He he is 64. (laughs) I am telling you. I don't know. Oh, gosh. That's awful. So a man. So, so well, uh, when you're a shitty person, yeah. you don't age gracefully. That's true. So that's true. That's why Rod Brindamore has aged like fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> so, but so this man is so. This Daryl Sutter amoeba. Uh, <laughs> he is forty years older than Matthew Kachuk, and the coach. And this man in front of reporters decides to say that Matthew Kachuk is, you know, like, oh, he doesn't really, he doesn't, he hasn't gone far into the playoffs and. He hasn't done enough. Yeah. And the same thing with Johnny Gaudreau, to be honest, because Johnny left. But, like, both of those kids. How old is Johnny? Johnny's young. Well, he's also small. So I don't, that makes him seem. Young just kidding he's johnny's 29 <laughs> <laughs> he is all right <laughs> well see here's the thing here's the here's the problem johnny looks like he's 18 okay <laughs> unless he's got his beard and his hair's longer that motherfucker looks like he's 18 years old he right. looks like oh my god he looks like yeah. a high schooler right i don't but, care how long yeah. he's been in the league son of a bitch yes <laughs> So the point technically still stands with Matthew Kachuk, especially because he's 24. He is, his brain's not fully developed. Johnny Gaudreau, his brain is fully developed. However, he's still your star player and he can't win. He can't go far in the playoffs if he doesn't have a good team around him. And for for quite a while, it was Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau and random people. Like no offense to Lindholm. Lindholm's good, but he hasn't been consistent. Right. And I cannot think of anyone else. Hannafin's good. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, I've heard his name. But 
But, yes, Hannafin's good. They have a decent defense, but the problem is, is their defense has not been consistent. Yeah. They haven't had cons- a consistent core. Like, you know what? Yeah. I'm I'm about to big brain this, but really, a lot of Canadian teams, their bigger issue is that they don't have a consistent core that mm-hmm. knows how to win. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, like, yeah, but I personally just dislike bosses throwing employees not i know technically not you know you know what i mean the in employees yeah obviously he doesn't sign the paycheck but whatever yeah um, well i'm sure he thinks he does oh he definitely but, thinks he does yes. but boss is throwing employees under the bus when the boss and then the boss's boss don't provide the support the employee needs that's a toxic work environment and i'm glad matthew and johnny got out yep I've said it before. I'll say it again. People don't leave uh, workplaces. They leave bosses. Yeah. And Suter's a bitch. Yeah. So. Correct. Fuck um, that guy. Uh, Kyle Okposo was named the 20th captain in Buffalo Sabres history. Congratulations to that man. Congratulations, Kyle. Oh, yeah. I immediately forgot his first name. <laughs> I know him. I know him as Okposo. <laughs> so when you said congratulations, Kyle, I was like, is that his name? <laughs> I just said his name. Wow. Okay. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> it's been, it's been a really long day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have, we have to, we have to stop giggling for a minute because we're about to get kind of serious. Okay. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm ready. Uh, we're getting in. Like, we're not going to talk about the actual situation that has made subsequent events happen. We're just going to talk yeah. about the subsequent events in the Hockey Canada story, uh, and that is that the board um, has finally started resigning. Even though, finally. at some point. Andrea Skinner, the interim board chair. I think it's An- Andrea. It could be Andrea. Mm. I think uh, it's Andrea. Okay. Uh, at one point, did say that like the senior people, like the the senior staff, uh, are not to blame for anything that happened. And um, to that, I would ask, um, how do corporations and organizations get slush funds of million dollars without the senior staff knowing? And. I would also like to add that um, usually when you're the senior staff, it, mm-hmm. it means that you're in charge of everything. Yeah. Which which means that, like, mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you're the one who makes the decisions and signs the paper. And, yep. um... Yep. Mm-hmm. So... Especially, especially, <laughs> especially when it comes to millions of dollars. Like, you want to know where that is. Yeah, yeah. These you know? these guys care about very little outside mm-hmm. of their money and mm-hmm. what money can do for them. So yeah. they know where their money is going all of the time. Yeah, and they've had now they've had giant sponsors. I mean sponsors, but also giant sponsors pull out of like supporting them in any way. Which um, is good. And they yeah. should. Yeah. It it's just it's fascinating to me how it took that long. And it's this is like one of the first times that we've really seen like how culpable an entire organization could be. And they're still like blindly hoping that people mm-hmm. will just forget about it. Like, no. No, not this time. You can't just make Instagram post statements. Not your yeah. get out your iPhone notes. You can't just do that. 
I feel this like time. that's <laughs> correct. And I feel like that's one of the issues with sports culture, but particularly hockey culture in mm-hmm. general. And I know that we don't really want to get into that because we'll talk about it forever. Mm-hmm. But it's like they've been allowed Mm-hmm. to get away with it for so long that mm-hmm. they don't know how to be held accountable for their actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is one of those instances where they're going to have to be held accountable for their mm-hmm. actions because nobody is going to let this go. Yeah. It's yeah. too big now for it's, it to be let go. It, they should have, honestly, like, didn't we learn... From the from Ned Fulmer, like you're gonna be held accountable. Oh my god, eventually. that whole saga. That's not Jesus. this podcast, but I gotta. But it is this is a podcast, so I felt like we had to talk about it because every other podcast, is. every other podcast is talking about the Ned right. Fulmer thing. Fuck yeah. Ned Fulmer. Right. Yeah. We stand. It was with, my least stand, favorite try guy always. We anyway. stand with Ariel though. Yes. Yes, we love Ariel. Yes, it was a lot of fun, and those kids. But those kids uh, are great. Yeah. Those kids are great. Uh, another thing that happened, <laughs> my, my apologies, another thing that happened, what day is today? Is today the 11th? Today uh, is the 11th. Today is the 11th, by the way. Now you know when mm-hmm. we're recording. So on the 9th, uh, the, there was an anonymous Twitter user who, trigger yeah. warning for sexual assault, mm-hmm. uh, who made a post that alleged Ian Cole, who plays with the Tampa Bay Lightning, had groomed and sexually assaulted them as a minor um obviously all we know about that is that that post was made and things are Mm -hmm. now happening so the lightning have suspended ian cole pending an investigation um which already good yeah that 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 is a step that not all teams take uh yeah so the fact that the lightning did that great obviously there will be an investigation and there have been enough things about ian cole not even in in just in the last few years but in the past Mm -hmm. few months even Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. you kind of are like okay you know he manipulated things that maybe uh he shouldn't have yeah well and you know it's one of it's one of those things where you're like you know it's bad when you hear something like this and you're like that's not surprising to me. Like you yeah. want to be surprised by these things as bad as that sounds. Like you don't yeah. want to be like, Oh, that kind of makes sense. But yeah, for- unfortunately my reaction was, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, like obviously my reaction was horrified mm-hmm. for this anonymous person that right. went through, but at Ian Cole. Yeah. Like at like, Ian Cole, I was like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Right. But hopefully, I, I personally did not read the statement just because I don't have that emotional bandwidth currently. Please remember to take care of yourself. Um, I did not read it either because I okay. don't have the, the bandwidth for <laughs> yeah. it. Please take care of yourself and know where you need to read something or see something or anything like that. You don't have to know everything all of the time. We know that this is a thing that has been alleged, and I hope, and I know that Painter feels the same, I hope that they, that this person who posted that is getting all of the help and support that they need, yes. um, and that they are 
I don't want to say healing because that's always the wrong word, but like just finding how to be themselves in this new environment that they find themselves in. Um, so we may you know peace. Yes. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, so that's happened. Fun stuff. I'm going to end on a, an actual fun thing. Uh, personally, I thought this was fun. So, um, I may not have made this particularly uh, clear, but okay. Well, I don't like the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, really, right now, part of that <laughs> problem, honestly, stems from their social media accounts. Um, mm-hmm. The way that they interact with fans and non-fans just irks me, and it strikes me as weird and odd and uncomfortable. So, uh, so. The Golden Knights announced that they signed, I think his name is Nick Haig, mm-hmm. which is, an in- I personally, cool name, uh, to yeah, a three-year a extension. Name. Cool. Good for this guy. However, the tweet that went out was like, uh, Vegas Gold- the Vegas Golden Knights account tweeted like quotations of like, you know, announce Haig, announce Haig, you know, like, you know, fans do with teams who have mm-hmm. a player who's near the end of a contract, right? Um, and then they're like, okay, so we did it. Well, so I am a petty bitch and I went back through old tweets on the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter. Oh, I know where this is going. (laughs) And that never happened. There was one burner account that said sign Hague. But like every other tweet, nothing, nothing about Hague. Now that so says what nothing. You're saying t- is t- t- yeah. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> the Vegas Golden Knights social media team needs to shut the fuck up. Uh, not create. <laughs> Just let things happen naturally. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Like, I. I don't feel like okay. To be fair, I don't pay that much attention to the Golden Knights. Sorry, mm-hmm. Knights fans. But I don't feel like Haig was was one that everybody was like waiting with bated breath for. Personally, I did not know this man existed. Um, okay, that makes me feel better because okay. I was like, Haig, I know him, but I don't know him. I see, it's I know bad him. when I know, I know him, but I don't know him. Like <laughs> I, I immediately went the Haig, you know, where the International Criminal Court is, um, mm-hmm. and that was not correct. It is a person <laughs> named Nick, <laughs> who I'm sure. Very nice person. I don't know. I am assuming. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he's great. Glad you exist. But I didn't know that he existed until that tweet went out. And I was like, yeah. huh, that's interesting. And then I went and looked and I was like, well, no one else cared except for this one burner account. And I say burner. I'm sure it's an, it might actually be a person. They just don't have a profile photo. Mm. But it was, it was just it was interesting. And it wasn't even an announced Haig. It was just signed Haig. Like, it was more like a suggestion. <laughs> it's a suggestion as opposed to a demand. Um, so, congratulations. Oh, it is Nicholas Haig. Oh, is it? Yeah. Nick? Oh, I've been calling him Nick. I've been very familiar with this man. I don't know. <laughs> Smitty's very particular about names. Yeah. Um, they have, they and hold, they we hold should, power. They do hold power. And that we should only be calling people by the, the first name. Or like a nickname if you know them very well. <laughs> so I've just been very casually letting Smitty call this dude Nick. Nick. <laughs> Nick. His name is Nicholas. 
His name Which is, is an even cooler name as Nicholas Haig. Nicholas Haig. Yeah. Now, that is a name. But, <laughs> yeah, that, that's really, I mean, oh, uh, something that I also want to talk about that I don't really think we talked about, actually, at all, mm. it was the weird thing that happened with the Winnipeg Jets and their, what weird thing their leadership thing. Did we talk about that? Oh, with um, what what? What's his, what's his Wheeler? What's his? I almost said what's his nuts? <laughs> what's his nuts? Oh dear. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. So, just as a breakdown, and we're going completely from memory here. <laughs> yeah, um, we are. It's bad. A random, a random day. Like not even there was Break. nothing happening. Everything was fine dandy i'm sure it was sunny outside maybe even in winnipeg and winnipeg comes out with this announcement that blake wheeler is being stripped of his captaincy captaincy right is that cap yeah 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 Yeah. suddenly captaincy was weird to say um so and then and this was like just before camp even started so like not all of the players like no as far as we know there weren't any official meetings that had taken place at that point like not all all the players were like in winnipeg yet yeah you know like it was just like maybe like a day or two before so like if you were a player you like maybe just got to winnipeg and you're like setting your stuff down and then you find out you don't have a captain anymore yeah which we've talked about the importance of captains on this podcast um, they are ceremonial for the most part, but they do still mean something. Um, and to be stripped of your captaincy, and I don't think they put it that way, because uh, that would imply something nefarious had happened. But, you know, they they didn't really give, the Jets didn't really give much of a reason. There was no, like, we have an announcement to make. It they was literally basically, just... Yeah, they were like... Blake Wheeler's not going to be captain anymore. We're going to yeah. have a bunch of guys be alternates so mm-hmm. that more guys can feel like they're leaders on this team. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, don't disrespect the A. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person, but I'm going to be that person a little bit. Stop mm-hmm. me if I get annoying. But, mm-hmm. like, I know, and we've talked about this, as mm-hmm. you said, that the letter is mostly ceremonial. Mm-hmm. Especially from, like, the fan perspective Mm -hmm. now. Because so many of the players on every team are engaged with fans Mm -hmm. more specifically. But, I mean, when we were younger, the captain was the main person who, Mm -hmm. like, went to events and did stuff. Yep. And the alternates had to go, too. And so, Mm -hmm. I... Had to go. Not got to go. Had to go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, for some of those guys, it was a had-to-go yeah, situation. No, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, so to me, I, I can understand where they're trying to be like, oh, we want to be those guys to have the, the letter on their on their jersey and mm-hmm. what have you and feel important mm-hmm. to the team. But, like, if your culture needs that, I'm questioning your culture a little bit. Oh, and... To me, I think for me, the the thing was that this is the first year with Bonus as their 
coach. Mm-hmm. And it's a very I, bonus move. It it is, and it's really hard to describe because I mean, to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about bones. I'm just gonna call him bones because it's easier. Um, yeah. I don't know a whole lot about that man, um, okay. and I don't necessarily want to. Not because I don't like him. It's just like he doesn't interest me. Um, He's a funny little man. Yeah, but he has these things that have happened between him and at least the last team he coached. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I so he coached the Stars was up until the last season, right? Mm-hmm. Up until last season, and. There was some of, like, there. it felt very... So I watched some of the Stars games when uh, Jim Montgomery was head coach. And that mm-hmm. was a team that gelled with their coach. Like, you could feel mm-hmm. it. You knew. And then when Bones came in, something changed. And for a while, I was like, it, you know, it, it, it was just how Monty left. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know... It was a, a very sudden thing, and even the players were were shocked by it. Yeah, all all of that. But then, at, you know, after like a season, you're like that feeling's still there. That's yeah. strange. That shouldn't be that way. And then, obviously, like he had issues with at least one goalie publicly. Um, I don't know if you remember Dobby. Oh and yeah, Tommy getting benched because he was apparently late for something or other um something or other and it that's something you do to a rookie you don't do that to yeah i mean (laughs) unless unless he was like you know literally five hours late and it wasn't like my like my plane was sitting on a tarmac or something you know Mm -hmm. like and that kind of stuff you make it you make you're kind of like okay i understand but if there isn't one of those then and dobby's kind of known for that personality of like he shows up and he does what he needs to who, yeah, putting him on, he, he just got put on waivers. That was a thing we didn't even talk about. Um, oh, my God. The waiver wire the past yeah. few days has been insane, and right. it's all because of the cap situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> we just shortcut that story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> all because of the cap. It always comes I back mean, to it the is. Cap. No, it is. I just like that we went, oh, yeah, that that was weird. Here's Here's the shortcut. All of those weird things, you're like, that guy, really? You're like, because of the, it's because of the cap. It's because of the cap. I mean, that's why you got alternate captains mm-hmm. going on waiver wire. It's because yeah. of the cap. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got you to gotta get around it somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a whole thing with long-term injured reserve as well. Just so. Oh, yeah. Which we're not going to get into because that's very. It is. That's like an hour-long conversation. Yeah, it's technical and it's simple but complex. So we're not going to do yes. that. Um, but so Dobby has known, he's known to have that, like, and he's been in the league forever. So the fact that there was that issue with bones, you're like, okay, if you have an issue with Dobby, you have an issue with everyone because right, every, like, I don't know a player on any team that does not like Dobby. Like I have, I have videos and pictures of like. You know, they could hate each other in a minute. And then the second that Dobby's on the bench, he's just messing with the other team. And the other team's like, it's Dobby. It's okay. Dobby. We just we just accept it. It's Dobby. You know. Yeah. He, Everybody just, loves Dobby. He's just that kind of guy. So the fact that there was that issue made everyone go, oh, are you, what, what, what's going on? What's up? So. I mean, that, that was, there was that whole thing too with what was it? Klingberg? 
where what happened? Like players were apparently trying to convince oh. him to come back. Yeah. They were like, "Bonus isn't gonna be here anymore. Like right. we can yeah, yeah, yeah. we can make something happen out of this." And Creamer yeah. was like, "Uh, fuck off." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So there was there was definitely <laughs> stuff that went on behind the scenes there with in Dallas with Bones that I'm very curious about. Um, but no one's going to talk about no. because gossip, but, uh, but the fact that he went basically almost not immediately, that makes it sound even more nefarious, but it just, it felt like camp is about to start. So that means that coaches and players are coming into town. And then Winnipeg was like, we don't have a captain anymore. And I actually <laughs> looked so like, two or three posts before and obviously social media now like you have to be active at least every day if not Mm -hmm. every few hours on official accounts so i went back a couple of posts and apparently it was wheeler's birthday recently like just before not just before but close enough you're gonna tell this man on his birthday the social media team was like had the captain oh captain a caption oh captain (laughs) mike (laughs) <laughs> oh, caption, my captain. I like that. Oh, caption, my caption. Um, oh, caption, my caption. But, yeah, so they had the caption, oh, Here's captain, my captain. Title. So it wasn't even like... And they could have picked a different one. If they if they had been given, like, not even, like, hey, he's not going to be the captain anymore. But, like, you know, just, hey, use a different one. Like, that one's kind of overdone. Or, you know, some kind of guidance that led them down a different path but they weren't given that so and then within two three days suddenly Blake Lear is not the captain anymore it just felt very sudden it it is and then and then they threw the him Wheeler and Shifley who was at the NHL media days at the time Mm -hmm. basically threw them to the wolves because, they really did. Because, like, they made that announcement and Shifley <laughs> immediately had to go out and talk to reporters. <laughs> oh, that poor kid. But also, I don't really care about Shifley. No. So. But he no. still, like, we, a... we feel for him in that situation. Where it's we like, feel for well, him in that situation. I didn't know this was, like, if, even if he did know that was going to happen, he did not have more than a day or two warning. And that's no. not enough for, like, that kind of announcement for a hockey player to be honest no because a hockey player is not going to remember anything uh no offense <laughs> but i mean gonna... that's they can't take offense because they're going to forget there was a fence in the first place yeah well just it, bless them you know like if, if, it, if it were me and i heard that like hey my boss is losing my job that's all i would think about for two days but they wouldn't so you know <laughs> just Knowing, and obviously, even I think even Shifley at the time was obviously surprised. So this obviously wasn't something that was discussed with... No, I mean, even, even Wheeler was like, I didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah, and he did. I mean, I felt, again, thrown right to the wolves. Like, they did a... They had him do a press conference or whatever, making basically holding a gun to his head saying, yeah, I'm okay with this. Yeah. No. No man. No man is ever okay with any sort of power and prestige being taken away from him. No. No, man. None. But then you do it to a hockey player? He's not happy. No. So, yeah. Like, you could see right through that. 
But that happened. We didn't get to talk about that. I think that happened like the day after we recorded our last podcast. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So why is it why is it that every single time we, yeah. we might want to check the news right quick before we stop recording. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Yeah, I'm just going to refresh this page. Nope, yeah, just refresh the page right quick because I feel <laughs> like we're going to miss something. Let me, check, like, let, me check, let me check the messages. Make sure. Oh, wait. Uh, nope. Nope. The athletic is posting about random stuff. So okay. we're okay. Uh, Phew, like what right. a player's favorite food is or something, something like that care. so i think we're okay yeah i know so i, I mean i think okay. it's really cool that they like ask them that and stuff and i think it's cool to have fan engagement but i don't care um yeah yeah anyway but, but yeah so those are the things that have happened um the nhl season has technically started but uh we'll start on north american land so therefore actually starts <laughs> uh when in two days well one is definitely tomorrow ah man i don't know time that means i have to set my fantasy lineup (laughs) yeah oh no wait hold on when is opening do you okay we're looking nhl i'm setting my oh nope that's not right i don't know NHL schedule opening yeah, day. Just, just want a schedule, friends. Oh, so you... October twelfth, basically for everybody else, but technically it was the seventh with the global series, right? But October twelfth for like a lot of other yeah. Pe- oh, yeah. apparently someone's opening tonight. Oh, is that Rangers? What that is? Okay. Rangers See, in I, Tampa. I, 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 you know, the Rangers, <laughs> the Rangers, I was, I was on <laughs> their, Rangers, yeah. I was I on their social media today and I was like, man, you're making a big deal out of this preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a preseason game. It's not a preseason <laughs> game. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. They were doing the blue carpet thing. You know, they do that red, red carpet, but it's blue because it's the Rangers. They did that today mm. and I was like, again, weird thing to do for a preseason game. <laughs> Yeah. I'm tired. It's uh, been a very long day. Yeah. It's so, been a very long week. But, yeah. So, those are the things that have happened just in time for the regular, regular NHL season to start. Uh, this will hopefully be posted tomorrow morning, maybe. Uh, hopefully. I may get distracted. I've got I painter, I've bought books. So, um And you didn't Okay, you know what? I, we're going to take this offline. I have to talk with you. <laughs> okay. So, uh but I have hopefully to talk with you. Okay. Uh hopefully this will be out tomorrow on the 12th for you. So it won't be tomorrow, it technically be today. Hi. Uh but considering the season is about to begin, I'm I so hope, excited. I hope all of your teams win all of their games, except for the ones they play against mine. Stay safe out there. But, oh, yes, so, of course. I got two books by Mimi, Mimi Matthews. Um, one is The Siren of Sussex, which I've already read, and it's fantastic. Um, it is a romance about a 
like bookish girl because that's me um and a yes carrie you want to say hi carrie say hi Ooh. I don't know if you can hear him, but um, I can. okay. But uh, yeah, and a half Indian tailor. Mm. So. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. So that one I've already. I'm, read. I'm guessing it's very good. It is. Um, ah, I've made a mess. Uh, and then don't step on that. Don't step on that. Market George. Okay. Uh, the second the second book in that series just came out today. So I got that. It's called The Bell of Belgrave Square, and it is a play on Beauty and the Beast. So oh, that's very I fun. am going to love it. Also, apparently, the uh, male like love interest in this um, has a scar on his face, and I'm a sucker for it. So you are a sucker for that. Uh, yes, you know I love I love a good scar. I am my mother's daughter. Anyway. The third book that... So those two are, like, new. I actually ordered those. And then, because I was downtown in Lawrence, uh, that we have the we have the Raven, which is, like, the local bookstore. You can buy new books. And then we mm -hmm. have the Dusty Bookshelf, which is the used bookstore. Um, and I got... I went in there, and I got something that is not a rom-com at all. It's called Under a Flaming Sky. And it is about the great Hinkley firestorm of 1894 and it's a store it's a fire like a forest fire thing I had never heard of before but it took place in Minnesota and 400 people died oh but uh, basically like two forest fires like converged on this one town and it created like its own weather and like people were trying to get out and there were two trains and one train was like completely on fire and they still had to try and use it. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to read that eventually. I am going to bookmark Mimi <laughs> Matthews. Yeah, she, she has a lot of fun. She's like there she has like no followers on Instagram, but she's 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 very nice. She has horses. And I just I need more I need to read more romance novels in general yeah. just because I enjoy them so deeply. Mhm. Mm but also, I guess I'm writing again. Yeah, let's go. So, I need to, like, read things in the mm -hmm. genre that I'm writing for. Yeah. Um, and I need to read good things in the genre that I'm writing for that's mm -hmm. not just all over book talk. Right. Yeah. And these books are, I think I saw, I, I think I saw someone recommend The Siren Sussex, The Siren of Sussex, mm -hmm. like, once. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, I just saw it on Libby and I actually read it like I borrowed it at the library first. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to want to go back and I read some the of these like all the time. So uh, see, that's my thing. I feel like the library is the best way to like review a book if you want to mm -hmm. actually buy it. or I, I can't. I've bought several books that I've already read technically because of the library, but I needed oh, yeah. to have them. Yeah, because um, you want to make you, your notes. Are you, so I don't know this, actually. I want to make sure. Uh -huh. Do you read true crime books? I enjoy true crime books so much, actually. Okay. Because I, so last, last year. I love mystery novels. I want to actually write a mystery novel. Nice. But I, 
I want to do like cozy mystery where there's not like blood and yeah. guts and like a yeah. Nancy Drew type, but right. older. Yeah. Um, so oh, last that would year... actually be really. F- oh, I'm thinking things that? now. Continue. Oh, uh, I, 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 at one point, I was, I was driving, like there was. I think it was Christmas, um, last Christmas last year. I was driving like to and from Lawrence mm-hmm. to St. Louis a lot. Like I think. I did the trip twice in like a week. Yeah. And I listened to, because I listen to audiobooks while I do road trips. Um, and I, I listened so to um, We Keep the Dead Close by oh. Becky Cooper. And it's about, and if you read the description like on Libby, you're like, that's interesting, but I can wait. No, you need to read it like right now. Um, it's about a murder that happened to a Harvard student. Um, and, but then, like, so in the 70s, late 60s, maybe, Mm -hmm. and, uh, Becky Cooper, the author, actually, like, went to Harvard, and she'd heard, she heard this basically myth-like story about a, a Harvard student who was murdered, and she was, and for some reason it like stuck in her head and she started asking some questions and realized that was a real case, a real thing that happened, but -hmm. it had been so mythologized, mythologized, mythologized. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. By like, you know, it's been 40, 50 years since the murder happened. So as she starts looking into it, she realizes that some like a professor that was, accused like not officially but like rumored you know like college students do um to have done it was still teaching at harvard at the time and like it becomes this it does get solved i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. ruin it it does get solved uh but she get it's all it becomes like half memoir almost where it's the discussion between like true crime and obsession is discussed and also Ooh. it's a it's a discussion and um oh gosh what's expose of like the ivy league higher education system mm-hmm. so um it's quite it's thick but it's very good it made me cry several times um just because the way that it is written is so pretty and like and it's a story about a murder but the way that becky cooper goes about writing about the girl who died her name's jane mm-hmm. like it's with such reverence like yeah it, it's just really good that's good because yeah. i've noticed a trend and mm-hmm. this is why i haven't been reading a lot of crew crew cool true crime novels in a while is because mm-hmm. i just kept picking up ones where like the focus was all on yeah the person who